Hey everybody, welcome to the Evoke Bike Podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Hausler. If you are new to the podcast, welcome. These short 8 to 15 minute podcasts cover a wide range of topics to help you get faster. Whether you're looking to win a national championship, finish Leadville, crush Tulsa Tough, get on a Gravel Worlds podium, or simply drop your friends. If we've never met, I'm the co-founder and president of Evoke Bike. I've been coaching athletes since 2010, and I've trained with power for over 150,000 miles. I've also won three Masters National Championships, but I'm mostly proud of my nearly 100 Pro 1 podiums simply because it shows my consistency in the game and my hunger to get better for not only myself, but the Evoke community, which includes you. If you enjoy these podcasts, please leave us a review on Apple or follow and download the episodes from Spotify. And if you want to take your support to the next level, please click the support link at the bottom of this podcast where your donation will help us pay for everything that helps to keep this free podcast going. Now to the show. Hey, so I got a cat for a question that came in and this is from a little while back. This athlete said, I'm not hitting my targets for power duration curve and the long high tempo stuff is killing me on Sunday. What gives? So if you don't use WKO, you might not know what the power duration curve is. The power duration curve is, and I have some videos on this actually, but the power duration curve is going to show you what you theoretically could do for a certain duration. So for one minute, you could do X watts. It will also show you what you've done over the past 90 days. Let's say that was the gold standard. You would select that time in the right-hand sidebar. I have my own issues with that. Actually, 90 days is a really long time. Uh, I think that if you want to get nitty gritty and use the power duration curve, you should go maybe 45 days, 42 days. But I don't use this as much as I used to. And I'll explain why. And then I'll explain when I do use it. So I have a video out there actually showing how you could pick intervals to work on Let's say the power duration curve shows that you are poor at three minutes, you're, what you've actually done versus what you could theoretically do. I think you need to step back and not just chase this little hole in the curve and ask, you know, but is this appropriate towards the training that you're doing for what specific races? Now, maybe if you wanted to get really granular and you know, this is part of the way that optimize intervals works. Look and see what duration of VO2 max work you need. But honestly, when we ask ourselves, what do I suck at? There's not too many VO2 max workouts that you need to think of, right? Are you doing five minutes? Are you doing a little bit longer, maybe six, seven minutes? Are you struggling with like really hard surges and then going hard? Maybe you need to do like a three-minute hard start, maybe a little bit closer to like race time. It kind of simulates that like chasing something and then still drilling it. I don't think you need the computer program to tell you that. Now, while I don't rely as much on WKO as I used to, I still think it's a great tool. It's only going to be able to give out what we put into it. So if you don't, if you have a really sloppy curve, like if it thinks you can do, I don't know, excuse me for a second. <clears throat> if it thinks you can do only 350 watts for five minutes, but you can do 440, that's going to skew like the VO2 max number. It's going to skew your FTP. It's going to skew a lot of things. 
So you need to give it fresh data, but I don't think you need to test it that often. I do still have athletes every once in a while do like a power dip correction where where there are massive dips, let's do correct that. But let's say an athlete has one at five minutes. Maybe that's just more a sign that we need to do some VO2 max training. Maybe he needs to do some actual five-minute intervals and doesn't need to just do a one-off one to fix the curve. You know, maybe if there's a 20-second hole, this presents a good day to let's do, you know, some, let's do like four 20-second sprints as opposed to just hitting a bunch of random different efforts. Now, if an athlete's just come off a solid block of training and they go through the rest week and it's like, hey, let's go shake out some cobwebs. We're not looking for a training session per se, but just like it's Saturday, go rip a couple efforts. I might potpourri three or four of them in there just to try and clean up the data in WKO. The athlete, I take a huge breath because the athlete's comments though on how they're feeling what they're missing what what in the race is their struggling point that you that is going to tell you more about what the athlete needs before the algorithm is going to be able to and you know a wko is not perfect i think it's a great program there's a lot of smart people behind it i don't think the way it presents you know optimized intervals is great it's very steady state based I think that there are definitely some ways that it presents data that are very incorrect. Uh, I'm not here to, to not here to smack talk on the program, but there are like performance markers that that are generated that are definitely not accurate. Um, I've seen enough athletes' data, and I've seen them on my own, where I'm like, this is interesting. It it doesn't match up. It kind of contradicts itself at times, what I should be saying. So, yeah, I wouldn't. So, so to this guy's question, he's not hitting his targets for the power duration curve. I kind of went on a tangent right off the bat of like, I don't really do that anymore. But if you're not hitting them, maybe something's wrong. Maybe maybe something with the power duration curve is wrong. Or maybe you're tired. Or maybe you're just not good at them. But like naturally, it's like the curve. You're you're probably always going to be under some part of the curve. You might not always beat it. Um, and then at the end of the day, do you really care if you can't hit that one number? It's what can you do at the end of the race? It's more about repeatability if you're a bike racer. So, excuse me, I'm, yaw- I'm yawning here. This is a end of a long Ecuadorian trip. Uh, just ask yourself, why are you trying to? fix that curve i think that's the big question and then the long high tempo stuff is killing me on sunday long high tempo is really fatiguing and i prescribe it less than i used to simply because for most people it's not super race specific (coughs) i think that tempo is good i'm actually working on an article on why you should ride tempo but i think it's better utilized when it's sporadically scattered throughout uh, an endurance ride so it's not an endurance ride but it's a tempo ride but blocks of tempo and i'm going to get into why that why that is in the article i have really gotten away from long going longer i think that it while it is uh there are camps that preach that i think drilling yourself for 45 minutes 
is just not the best use of time because a lot of times you're not changing physiology so much. You might be getting some muscular strains from it. You definitely will get a mental grit of like how to go deep for a long time, but it doesn't take too long to understand how to do that. If you want to get stronger, you need to do things that change your physiology, like work on your VO2 max, work on increasing your threshold power. I personally do not believe that riding 45 minutes at sweet spot or at tempo is going to do that. I definitely have athletes out there that right now are like, that's interesting because last year you gave me that workout. Yeah, things change, right? I think a really interesting thing, huh, well, you know, if somebody copies this idea, whatever, maybe I'm, I'm going to put this out into the internet because then maybe I'll get a nudge to do this. Um, I think it would be a big project, but I think it'd be really interesting. The thing that I love about training with power is that we're still so new with it, that we're always learning new things, new tools are coming out, new applications, new ways to line up what we know about power with what we know about physiology, new studies. It's just exercise science is going to continue to rapidly evolve and change. And as it does that, and as we continue to become better coaches, I mean, I look back at my coaching when I coached at year one versus now coaching at year, what is it, 13? Um, I need to get that number down. If I started it was in 2008, I want to say. So, yeah, 13 years. Um, I'm just a much better coach now. I've coached way more people. I've seen way more scenarios. I've, you know, learned. I've gone to meetings. I've educated myself, blah, 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 blah. I've taken courses. So the reason I say all that is I want to take all the blog posts, put them together in a PDF format with the original post date. And then there's definitely stuff on our blog that I do not fully agree with anymore that I've just found better ways of doing it, that I've used the idea of the opportunity cost to spend more wisely, we could say, right? There's only so many workouts that you can do in a year. How do we pick the best ones and the best ways to get you ready for your event? The athlete is constantly changing. What worked for Joey last year might not work this year. I mean, my personal training changes because I change as an athlete and as a person. So it's just, it's almost like another anti-plug for templates. That's why templates are so horrible, They just don't know anything about you. They don't follow you and change with you as you grow. So I won't get started then, I know. But really, long high tempo stuff, I don't think you necessarily need to do long high tempo. I won't ruin the blog. But definitely, definitely, definitely think tempo riding is good in the right format. Um, And then the other thing is long high tempo, if you're really cranking it, it is definitely fatiguing. It's going to leave you a little bit more ragged for the other sessions that should be much harder than that. Um, so, you know, again, always take that step back. I was talking to Raleigh here and we got off the podcast and we were talking about coaches and I was even asking him about his coach and he was just like, dude, I don't know why or how people train themselves. It's so hard to step back and see the forest. And I was like, man, I wish I had the freaking microphone running right now. Uh, it would have been great to have him on audio saying that because he's a ripper and he just sees the benefit of having someone in their corner. Now, this isn't a this isn't a plug for coaching, but this is a plug for you and your buddy who also doesn't have a coach to work together and start trying to hold each other accountable. 
I cannot tell you how easy it is to get repetitive with your training if you don't have someone looking over your shoulder. Do it. and But hold yourself accountable because, you know, I did it with Wally at one point and he would let me slide a little bit. He's like, well, you know yourself. You know what you need. And I, like, I would kind of like sometimes lean more towards doing what I know I'm good at because I want to feel that little W. Make sure you're talking to each other through the whole what are your goals what do you need to get there what are you missing you know make your strength stronger make sure your weaknesses aren't huge holes in your armor that could all be a whole other podcast maybe we'll keep that tangent rolling but anyways one more day in ecuador be back in the states it's been an amazing adventure I look forward to more coffee breakaways with Govero. And let me know what you think of that podcast. And, of course, Bike Radio is chomping at the bit. Josh and I have tried to record like three times, and I'm in a room with like 40 people or like in a hotel room with a bunch of bike racers and just haven't had quiet. And I know audio quality is at a premium with this crew. So... I think I said liking a lot of this podcast a lot. I apologize for that. I'm tired and I'm working on getting better at that. So with that, good night.